This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us. Time to talk a little housing and real estate. And Steve Soretsky joins us on the line of Vancouver Realtor, also the author of the Van City Condo Guide. Steve, thanks so much for being with us. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Uh, we're talking about what's happening in the housing market and the idea of the detached home market grinding to a screeching halt. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, most people have seen sort of the trend over the last six months or so, uh, particularly in the last six months. Um, I think if you look at the Vancouver detached home sales going back to 1991, it's really been the fewest amount of sales that we've seen um, since then. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's there's no question. I think the sales numbers certainly point to that. And with that, the inventory started to climb up. So we have a six-year high in inventory combined with a 27-year low in sales, um, it starts to put downward pressure on home prices. And that's uh, taking a look at the detached market. What are you seeing as well in the uh, the duplex townhome condo markets? Uh, I would say the duplex and townhouse is, is starting to feel a little bit of downwards pressure as well. I think it's really anything that, like, basically the, the more expensive that you get, um, the, the more softness there is. So, like, you know, on the other flip side of things, one-bedroom condos are still, like, the hottest thing out there. I mean, that's pretty much what people are buying. If you're, like, an investor that's maybe looking for a quick, fix, you know, fix and flip to, to sort of speculate on, that's where all that money's moved to. And then you have a lot of first-time buyers that are so active in the market, and that's what they can afford. So, um, really, that, that high end, I think, with a lot of the mortgage rule changes, has really slowed down. And with one-bedroom condos, it's interesting that that's still uh, the, the hottest thing in the market. Uh, I know it's impossible to predict, but is that something? Do you think is going to continue? Um, I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to. Well, I think it's going to always be like. I don't think it's going to feel as much as it, say a luxury home in terms of price prices coming down. But I think, like at the end of the day, I mean, if we're starting to see like in the city of Vancouver anyways, like two bedrooms are starting to sit on the market a little bit longer. They're, a little, they're getting a little bit softer. So I think eventually that does work its way to one bedroom condos. Um, but uh, I, I mean, I don't suspect it's going to feel the same kind of downwards pressure as, you know, a $3 million home. Right. Um, and you mentioned uh, kind of the, the rates uh, expected to see the rates continue inching up. What else is it do you think that's causing this change, uh, this shift in the market? Uh, I mean, I think that's sort of typical of a real estate cycle, right, where you have a lot of demand that's initially pulled forward. Um, Prices can only rise 30% year over year for so many years before eventually it just doesn't work. So uh, right right now we just have weakening sales. You have a lot of new inventory coming on the market, a record number of new construction uh, in in B.C., and a record number of housing starts on the way. So that new supply is coming, and uh, it's coming at a time when sales are uh, slowing considerably. So I think um, that is going to uh, alleviate some of the inventory uh, pressures and should help uh, should help with prices. And uh, when when we look at uh, the market as well and look at, at um, some of the changes that have been made in uh, in uh, the market, do we expect, will there be more, more changes coming or more factors, do you think, that will have an impact? I don't really see any more changes coming. I think that policymakers have, have obviously done a lot towards the housing file. I think the, the big one that maybe doesn't get enough press is, is the mortgage stress test. I think anytime you reduce someone's borrowing power by 20%, uh, it's pretty substantial, particularly in a housing market where you know there's arguably quite a bit of leverage involved. 
um, you know, based on local incomes and where house prices are, right? So I think that's a substantial one. And then obviously we have the, looks to me like the speculation tax and um, the school tax is probably going to move forward. So I don't know. I, I think that will impact probably more of the higher end than anything. Are we still in a scenario, do you still see, are there cases where there are, are multiple offers or places uh, that go above the list price? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's still money floating around. It's, it's just things are priced right. It's going to sell. I mean, one bedrooms are still getting multiple offers most of the time. Um, like I said, two bedrooms are slowing down, but you can still see multiple offers there. And then, you know, even the detached space, right? Yeah, we have a 27-year low in sales, but at the end of the day, if you if you underlist that detached house, there's a decent chance that you might get a second a second offer on it. And what areas then, uh, I mean, the prices, as you said, the prices, if we look at detached homes in Vancouver, uh, they are coming down. It's still pricey, still uh, over a million dollars in most cases. Are there other areas where you're seeing uh, the prices drop as well, or perhaps even getting into more of an area where, where they are more, that people can get into the market? Um, I would just say that detached, I think for the most part, in most of these markets, maybe the Fraser Valley is somewhat uh, holding up stronger, but uh, I would say the detached prices, there's a bit of a discount there um, from from previous highs. Um, I think that we're just starting to notice sort of a gradual slowdown uh, amongst like all the property types. Um, yeah, again, whether that's a townhouse in the Fraser Valley or a two bedroom, um, those all seem to be slowing down. I wouldn't say there's really any price relief at this point, but um, just I think anytime you can start to relieve those multiple offers, and, and the prices stop rising, um, that's usually a good indication that uh, things are changing. Uh, and you, ma- you mentioned, too, uh, as well, the, the taxes, the, the speculation tax and the school tax um, going ahead. We don't see any signs that they won't. Uh, will that have an impact, do you think? Because it, it is a lot of money if we're talking about a three, four, five million dollar house. Yeah, I think particularly like at that high end, right? I mean, um, I think if you run the the, the numbers on that, you know, if you're hypothetically a foreign buyer coming in and purchasing a, a $4 million home, but you're going to pay roughly a million dollars in taxes just upon closing. Um, so I think that's going to discourage uh, a lot of that money. And, and that's a market that's predicated or really dependent on a lot of offshore investment to, to come in and support those house prices. So um, it'll be interesting, I think, for, for anyone that's owning um, that kind of that kind of product. All right. Well, Steve, we'll leave it there. Uh, Always uh, interesting to chat with you and see uh, what's happening in uh, the real estate market. But thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time this morning. Yeah. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.